Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Happy Thanksgiving, and welcome to episode number 119 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Beautiful Beatitudes, Part 3. I hope that you have a blessed Thanksgiving this week, no matter how you celebrate it, that you will be blessed or happy indeed. I have been sharing this month the Beatitudes, which are a part of the Sermon on the Mount that Jesus gave to instruct us on how to live as kingdom people, to show us how to live Christ-like and how to live a more blessed life here on earth. So that's why the Beatitudes all begin with blessed. Blessed means happy. And if you missed any of the previous Beatitudes, please go to our other podcasts and listen to them as well. Well, today we're going to pick up with verse 7 of Matthew chapter 5, for the Sermon on the Mount covers Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7. The Beatitudes are found in chapter 5. So now let's look at chapter 5, verse 7. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. To be merciful means to be compassionate. It means to withhold punishment from those who deserve it. It means to help others in need who cannot help themselves. God showed mercy in sparing us from the judgment of our sins that we deserved. He also demonstrated kindness and mercy to us through the saving work of Jesus Christ. So we imitate God when we have compassion or mercy on others. Luke chapter 6 verse 36 says, Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. So it's a daily practice or lifestyle that we have no matter where we go. Now, it says here that we will receive or obtain mercy as we show others mercy as well. Well, to obtain mercy has reference to those who have been born again by the mercy of God. Because of God's divine love and because it has been extended to us, we have the work of the Holy Spirit in us producing mercy, which doesn't make sense at all to others, especially to the non-believer. Jesus himself became the ultimate example of mercy when he cried out on the cross, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. The believer does not show mercy in order to obtain mercy. He shows mercy because he has obtained mercy from God already. 
Now let's look at verse 8. Blessed, or happy again, are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Jesus wants us to live for him and to display a Christ-likeness as we interact with others throughout the day. He wants us to be pure in heart. He wants us to follow his instruction given in his word. It's sometimes hard to do so because sometimes we get caught up in what the world is doing or what our friends are doing, but we don't want to live that way. We want to live where our hearts are in tune to Jesus and that we're listening to him and doing those things that he approves of. Psalm 51 verse 10 says, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Being pure itself means that we're not defiled, polluted, mixed with impurities. It means that we should be holy and set apart for God. And of course, that means our heart, because our heart is the seat of our intellect, our feelings, and our will. Or basically, our heart implies the whole person that we are. How do we keep our hearts pure? Well, we can't. It's really the sanctifying work of God through his Holy Spirit in us. It is God who initiates, sanctifies, and perfects our hearts as we put our trust in him. It begins when we realize that we can't do it on our own and that we allow him to do that work, which is going to take place all the way through our life until we're glorified with him in heaven. We do need to cooperate by living and abiding in fellowship with God and having a daily time with Him in His Word and through prayer and allowing His Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us and instruct us, especially in how to live in love with God and with others each day. It says if we're pure in heart, we're going to see God. You're going to experience Him. You're going to be fellowshipping with Him and walking with Him throughout the day. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 14 says, Pursue peace with all people and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Let's look at verse 9 of chapter 5. Blessed or happy again, are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Peacemakers are those that are at peace with God and live in peace with others. Romans chapter 5 verse 1 says, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. God wants us to make peace with the people that are around us as much as we can. And I know this isn't always easy, but God wants us to at least try to make our best effort at doing that. And our being able to make peace with others just as Jesus through his death on the cross has made peace with us and God, then it identifies who we belong to. We're the children of God. We belong to the Father and to his kingdom. The very essence of the peace that we have is our love with God. That's what happened first. And that gives us the ability then to turn around and to love others. In Luke chapter 6, verse 27 to 28, it says, But I tell you, 
who hear me. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. John chapter 13 verse 35 says, By this all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So peacemakers are the people who go around trying their best to resolve differences and conflicts so that peace may be maintained. So peacemakers will be called the children of God. There's no doubt that God is working in these individuals' lives because if just left to themselves, they would not be peacemakers in such a way that baffles people. But when they are peacemakers and the Holy Spirit of God is working within them, there is no doubt that it has to be God. You know that it is God and His Holy Spirit operating in them. Now, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 9 says, Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult, but with blessing, because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. I am enjoying being able to share the Beatitudes with you this month, and I hope that you're enjoying them as well. Again, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and don't eat too much turkey if that's how you celebrate it. And until we get together again, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.